members of Ramsey Solutions, it's the Ramsey Show, where debt is dumb, cash is king, and the paid-off home mortgage has taken the place of the BMW as the status symbol of choice. This is the show where we help people build wealth, do work that they really love, and create amazing actual relationships. Open phones at 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. Joining me today, my co-host Ken Coleman of The Ken Coleman Show, Ramsey personality, number one best-selling author, talks to folks about their careers and their jobs every day. We'll be answering your questions, as I said, about your job, doing work you love, about building wealth, and anything else. Jump in and we'll talk. So, Ken... um, a lot of stuff moving around in the economy. Mm, yes. A lot of inflation and recession worries. Gas prices are enough to give you a freaking heart attack. <laughs> God, I filled up my Raptor, and I just about just laid down in the middle of the gas station parking lot and held my heart for a minute. Oh, man. I mean, because you fill up a, a Prius, it's one thing. But when you fill up a Raptor, yeah. it's another, man. I'm yeah. just saying. I can only imagine. Wow. I bought houses cheaper than that back in the day. But, oh, my gosh. It's a, it's a thing, and you it go is. to the grocery store, and you you know you put your buggy's half full mm-hmm. of what it was, and it's just as much money. It's almost like shopping at Whole Foods every day. That's you <laughs> know I mean it's like really it's crazy, and I used to call it whole paycheck, right? But yes. the uh, uh, you know it's it's wild out there. The interest rates have gone way up on housing. Um, house prices, of course, have gone way up in twenty and in twenty one. They're up a little this year. Um, and everybody's you know worrying about a real estate crash now and 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 labor cost Mm -hmm. to hire someone to get a job you know i'm seeing a lot of comments and and stuff flowing through in our place right now it's like how do i how do i i can't even make it i mean i can't inflation has just destroyed what was left of my little budget um but in my mind when i hear that there's always two sides to each uh, budgeting equation the in goes income side and the outgo side I also know that they're no longer paying people $10 an hour to put the bread on the shelves. They're now paying them 20 to $30 an hour mm-hmm. to put the bread on, which is why the cost of bread went up, by the way. It wasn't wheat, yeah. and it wasn't a shortage. It's the cost of labor. Oh, and the diesel fuel in the truck to deliver the bread. Oh, yeah, that's built into that. So that's why your loaf of bread went up. That's why Sharon bought some bologna the other day, and, man, that was a lot of money. What? That's just it's it's real food, but it Sharon was a, bought bologna. Oh, for me, yes, a, a homegrown tomato, big red onion, news. big old piece of white bread, and really? a to- that's better than filet mignon, man. Don't you know anything? I I just I know you have a you very fried a little bit. It's a redneck. It's a redneck delicacy, oh, man. I mean, frying the bologna. Okay. You fry it a little bit. You put it on there. Oh man, it's about you could take as, the boy out we're of any sidetracked here. But anyway, <laughs> the point being that if your budget is stressed, Ken. And your your salary is fixed, it might be time to look. That's correct. Because you might be able to make a whole lot more money somewhere else. But be careful because you could jump over into one of these yes. companies that have lost their minds and are doing all kinds of crazy butt stuff, and then you get stuck in the middle of the crazy butt stuff. Oh, yeah. We're seeing a lot of that. Now, the facts are, just give you two different stories. When you change jobs, we've seen over the last year and a half, you're looking at about a 14% on average pay bump. Well, that would cover your inflation. That's pretty nice, especially if you adjust your budget. You know, I also saw a story recently on the news about this couple that's uh, they're extreme frugal savers and budgeters, probably our kind of people, and they're like, we're not even feeling the inflation. I know that when we do these debt-free screams over the last six months, inflation doesn't come up at all. 
So there is a way to do it the way that we teach it works. But uh, let's give you some good news about the economy. Just reported on my show today that uh, Olive Garden, they beat their projections. Uh, and what have they done? They've kept their prices low. And turns out families like a lot of free breadsticks and, um, you know, bottomless salad. Mm-hmm. But That's, uh, the point is... my weight in both of those <clears throat> things. Right. Are. But here's a story that you're not hearing in the media. When a restaurant like that decides, you know what, we're going to keep our costs where they are. It's costing us a little bit more. But they got more people coming in because they're offering things. So you hear all this bad news about inflation and the economy. We also saw today, reported today, that uh, for the first time in seven months, home sales spiked in May. So this doomsday stuff, we need to get over it. Well, it it's those the, are good the, indicators. The anxiety and the fear around filling up your car and almost passing out is real. Absolutely right. The anxiety and the fear over you know half the stuff in the grocery basket and it's just as expensive is real. However, what's just as real is there's almost an across the board increase in wages. That's and if you haven't received that, then uh, you should talk to your employer because he's getting ready to have to replace you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's right. And there's opportunity like we've never seen before. We still see 11 What we are paying for a position at Ramsey has changed dramatically in 12 months based on the marketplace. That's correct. In order to get someone to do X or Y or Z, it is different than it was 12 months ago, and that difference is at least 14 percent that's correct that's the average yeah Yeah. so folks that's the average of people that change jobs so we'll take those calls today because dave's right we don't want to chase just a paycheck because that'll wear off if you're in a crappy culture with gossipy people you leave a good company and you go into a bunch of crap and they're doing the 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 woke agenda and then and you hate that stuff and you all of a sudden you're going to be spending all your money on and your time on that instead of actually helping people and doing work that's correct so um we're quite the opposite around here at Ramsey. We're kind of boring old dinosaurs, and, um, and kind of proud of that, by the way. But the uh, um, anyway, the the uh, yeah. So I mean, you you make sure you're going to a company that aligns with your values. Maybe you want to do all the woke stuff. Then yep. go. You need to make sure they're doing all that stuff. Um, but a lot of them are doing. You know, they're going overboard with it because they're just virtue signaling. That's correct. And so if you leave a good company, like I mean, I have, we had a young man that left here a while back and. He texted this weekend, and he's like, oh, God, this place is a disaster that I went to. Mm. And he got he got more money than we were paying him. So he got a raise, sure. but he went into a mess, you know. And so be careful that you're not doing that, or be careful you're not taking a job that you hate, or be careful that you're not thinking something's, you know, what it was. I had a, a another guy, a friend of mine, left his position because he was going to work 20 hours a week from home for more money. Yeah. Now he's working 80 hours a week yeah. from home. Well, there's a lot For of more people. money. Yeah, it's a mirage. A lot of people <laughs> lying. Well, here's here's what's unique about Ramsey Solutions, and we're always hiring. So, you know, you need to be checking out RamseySolutions.com. But we know from research, I spoke about this at our Entree Leadership Summit, here are three human needs that we all want fulfilled at work. Number one, we want to see meaning and purpose in our work. We have a crusade mentality because we're giving people hope and real practical steps for life transformation at this company. Number two, we want to be recognized for our unique contribution. I can't tell you the stories of people that are executives here in this company who started out as administrative assistants, and because we recognize people's hard work, we recognize their talent, we give them an opportunity to get promoted, they do here. Two of them sitting on my operating board. Two of them. And then the third thing that we need is, is we want a relationship with our leader. I cannot tell you how much this company cares for its people 
It's a real relationship with the people that you report to. Right. If you don't have that, find it somewhere. Yeah, find it somewhere and make sure if you're going for more money that you get that too. Or else it's the not money will be you'll be hating your life all That's for correct. a few bucks. That's right. But you can help with inflation by a, either an upward uh, a raise at your current place or a um, a move to somewhere else. Well, I work for the state. Well, maybe it's time to move somewhere else. They're probably not going to give you a 12% inflationary raise this year, and you probably can get it somewhere else. This is the Ramsey Show. You've got a lot on your plate. A job, your home, your marriage, and your growing family. While you're enjoying the present, you can't help but think about your future and your finances. As you explore your options, consider Christian Healthcare Ministries, or CHM, for your health care. Their generous maternity program and budget-friendly monthly programs have been a blessing to members welcoming children into their families. Visit chministries.org slash budget to see if it's right for you. Christian Healthcare Ministries is a Ramsey-trusted provider. Ken Coleman, Ramsey personality, is my co-host. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Jackson, Kansas City. Hey, Jack, how are you? I'm doing very well. How are you doing? Better than I deserve. What's up? Uh, I had a question about uh, purchasing a vehicle in today's climate mm-hmm. for my wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, the... It would amount to purchasing two vehicles at the same time, basically. Okay. And so I, riddle me this: What are you really talking about? A, well, I've been I've been driving a vehicle for about twenty years mm-hmm. as my everyday vehicle. Mm-hmm. I inherited it from my father, brand new. Basically, he he bought it brand new and then got diagnosed with a terminal illness and mm. ended up passing away soon after. Mm. And so that was about nineteen and a half years ago. I've been driving the car. Uh, it's a Subaru race car. Mm-hmm. Um, long story short, uh, I've been taking it only to dealers, and my local dealer kind of wrecked it the last time they serviced it, trying to install a clutch and destroyed the transmission and did a bunch of damage and basically ru- ruined the car for me. So they're going to so pay you for the car? Uh, they, we made a deal. We came to a deal oh. uh, that avoided anyone going to court. And so they're going to sell me a new car and give me a bunch of money off on it. Basically to make the equivalent of the value of the other car. Yeah. Plus a little bit over, I think. And you're, and you're, well, yeah, I'm sure there's margin in that thing. I'm so a customer. there's margin in them that their uh, deals. So, uh, you're so getting a brand new Subaru. Yes. Okay, so that that deal's base done. Model, base model, basically. That deal is done. And what are you spending so here's there? The thing. What are you spending on that car? Uh, it's going to cost about twenty five thousand. Okay, what's your household income? Uh, our household income is about two hundred. Okay, and you're wanting to spend what uh, on your wife's 20, car? Twenty. So here's the thing: the dealer felt bad, and he told me. I told him my wife needed some work on her vehicle as well. Then. And he said he would give her the same deal he's given me if I wanted to buy her one. 
So, I wasn't thinking about getting her one before he said that. I, he's going to uh, give you the price of your old car off of your wife's and your car, or just a good price? No, on he's the basically going to give me all the money he's given me off my deal, and he said he'll do the same thing for her. He'll give her the same money off as if he wrecked her car, and just because he feels bad, he says. How much so was the, How much value? Deal. How much did they give you for your old car? For the old car. Uh, it's leaking out of the head. Now, how much money did they right give now. you for your old car? Oh, for my old car. Yeah, uh, they basically gave me about four, four thousand for my car. Okay, and well, they, and then they knocked off how the much more? The car? Then they knocked off how much more? Then they knocked off another three. Okay, so they're going to knock seven thousand off of another Subaru if you buy two in a row. Basically, yeah. And and your wife is driving what now? She's driving a Subaru that's. Uh, What's uh, it worth? About a hundred. Uh, it would be worth about seven or eight, except that it's got to have the leaky head gasket fixed, yeah. which okay. will cost three to four. All right. So it's going. It's going. You're going to be able to sell it for five, right? Yeah, if I fix it. Yeah. Yeah. No, if you don't fix it. If you fix it, it'll sell for uh, seven, maybe or eight. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. It's just. It's drivable. It's just got a leaky head gasket. And it's an old Correct. freaking Subaru. Now, how much? What is your net worth? What is your net worth? Net worth, I just did a calculation. I think our, if I go by just net worth, we're at about 230 thousand, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. Between equity and you have and the money. cash to pay for all these cars? No. Uh, well, uh, only if I take money out of a Roth account or something. So No, no. we're not buying these cars. We're not buying cars with yeah, Roth money. I only money. have the cash to pay for one car. Okay. Okay. Um. But my mother's been telling me, you know, maybe I should be buying some reliable cars for the... Yeah, maybe you should, but maybe you shouldn't be going and taking your retirement money out to do that. You probably... I, I'm going to pass on no, the... Gonna I'm going to pass payment. on the second one, because I don't recommend people buy new cars that go down in value like a rock, except for in the last 12 months, um, uh, unless they have a net worth of in excess of a million dollars, because that way you can accept the blow on that. So I would save up some money, and I would buy your wife a better car that is used... And I would forego this sweet dealer's offer, which is really not that great an offer anyway. It's an okay offer, but it wasn't like he gave you like half off the stinking thing or something. So yeah. I mean, he he basically gave up his margins, is what he did, and he's got you back on the hook for more work and the uh, and everything else in the in the shop. But no, I, I I'll pass on the second one. Uh, I would save up and buy her a better car, and I would pay cash for it. And I would not cash out my retirement. But we don't borrow money to buy cars. We don't buy cars where the total of all your vehicles is more than half your annual income. And I don't buy brand new cars unless they're a million dollars, unless you have a million dollar net worth or greater. And here's why: because they go down in value, and you need to be concentrating on things that go up in value. Yeah. And and in this situation, I'd go and fix the Subaru for the wife, and then save up, save up. You're going to get a decent amount. I think Dave, you're right. You're going to get seven or eight for it if it's fixed up. And then you put that into the savings, and all of a sudden we've upgraded pretty substantially without any kind of debt. It is doable. And people not, get the itch. And I, and I don't, I don't fix six thousand dollar cars at the dealership either. No, uh, I fix six thousand dollar cars at independent mechanics, where the cost is about half of what it is to fix a car at a dealership. And so, um, if you have a brand new vehicle, and you know whatever, and you spend a ton of money on it, and you make a lot of money, and you want to take it in for the dealer to service it, that's one thing. But you don't take a $6,000 car into a head gasket job into the dealership. You're going to pay double what you'd pay with an independent good mechanic shopping around. So do some shopping around. 
I, I'm not doing it. No, no. So a Subaru with a hundred thousand miles is just getting warmed up. Yeah. Well, that's okay. I mean, I don't mind him moving up and no. You, you know, but you can oh, fix oh, by it. By the way, by, oh, I forgot to tell you the federal law too. Wife gets the good car. <laughs> it's exactly that's the federal right. law. That's so right. that means she gets the new one. You get the one with the busted head gasket. Y'all are about to trade cars out. <laughs> so this is how that works. That's yeah. a marriage thing. They're just helping you. Oh, open phones at triple eight eight two five five two two five. Dylan's with us in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Hi, Dylan. How are you? Hey. Good afternoon. I'm doing very well. How are you today? better than we deserve sir how can we help good uh so i have a general question uh i took a job with a church in philadelphia last year in september they offered me a sixty thousand dollar salary but it's basically a package deal um, i'm currently 23 years old i'm married i do own a house with my wife we purchased in december of last year and Basically, part of the deal is that right now I'm on my parents' insurance, but the church does offer full health insurance, full medical, but I'm going to lose $18,000 of my salary. So the church is paying me that $18,000 currently, so I'm bringing home like $58,000 Why would your insurance be $1,500 a month? I have no clue. And I I had worked for uh, Walmart prior to this, and I know the family insurance was a lot cheaper. And I'm just trying to navigate how to approach this because I don't want to get two years. So basically from, from now, two years from now, I'm going to lose $18,000 of my salary due to health insurance. Small church? Um, not quite. Um, it's a larger church. They employ 350 people. They do have a full school. Their health insurance um, plan so, sucks. Yeah, it's bad. But you got it's, two it's years. Pretty, yeah. I have two years to prepare for this. So the reason I wanted to get your professional advice on this was that I'm trying to navigate what to do. So currently I am a property caretaker and I'm an apprentice to literally every trade. So I'm learning mechanics, I'm learning plumbing, electrical, everything with this job. Do you want to be full-time ministry or do you want to add one of these trades as a part-time gig to supplement? Which one? I think my desire is to be full-time ministry. Then Then do the trades on the side to make up for the, the increased cost of insurance. You got two years to figure this deal out. Go shopping on the health insurance and see if you can't buy in the independent market cheaper, too. But I would stay in the ministry seat. That's the seat you want to be in. Don't let health insurance drive you out of your dream. Yep. Coleman Ramsey, personality, number one best-selling author, is my co-host today in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the famous debt-free stage. Anthony and Larisha are with us. Hey, guys, how are you? We're doing well. Great. Where do y'all live? Morristown, New Jersey. All right, and that is near... Right outside Philadelphia. Okay. 15 minutes. Okay, cool. Welcome to Nashville. Looks like you brought the teenagers with you. What are their names and ages? Aisha and Joshua. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Aisha's 20. Joshua's 19. Okay. Not quite teenagers. Sorry about that. That's all right. All right. Cool. Very cool. Good to have you guys. All right. How much debt did you pay off? Well, we paid off $180,000 in, in 48 months. Good for you. And your range of income during that time? Uh, we started out at about 70000 and this year we are looking to make about 200000 Whoa. Whoa. Nice jump. What do y'all do for a living? I'm an executive secretary. Mm-hmm. And I lead a shared services team. Oh, very good. Okay, cool. So nice income jump. Yes. The income jump early in that 48-month track or late in that track? Later late, on. Late in the track. And also, I've got a consulting business that I had, but I decided to actually start working it. God, so okay. So is that what that, did you sell something big, too? No. Okay. No. You just cash flowed your way through this. Yeah. So $45,000. Did I do that right? Yeah. $45,000 uh, a year. Roughly $50,000 a year yeah. average through there. Good. What kind of debt was the 180000 We paid off our mortgage. Whoa. Yes. Look at that weird yes. people. Yes, Way to go, weird people. <laughs> Normal's broken. You guys are officially weird. How old are you two? I'm 50. I'm 50. All right. 50 years old with a paid for house. What's this house worth? Worth about $500,000. Yip, 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 yip. I love it. And how much is in your retirement accounts? Well, we're not quite there yet. We're, we're about 100000 shorts from being millionaires. So All right. We, we so $900,000 net worth, yeah. and you're 50 years old, yes. and you're making two hundred a year. Right. Yes. You rock. I love it. Way to go, man. Yes, that is so stinking cool. So you're going to be a millionaire in 20 minutes. Stock market goes back up. You'll be a millionaire right then. That one thing. Oh, my gosh, man. Way to go, guys. So proud of you. So what starts this journey four years ago? I mean, you're like 45 years old, and you're sitting around and go, uh, we got to change. What happened? We did. Um, Dave, we were uh, Davish mm-hmm. for like 10 years, mm-hmm. and we had never heard of you. And well, we then you couldn't out. be Davish. You were just Ish. Yeah, we were Ish. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we were following Larry Burkett and never heard of... You were Larry Ish. We were Larry Ish. Okay. And then we heard Larry's of this guy. Larry's harder than I am. He, he is. He is. He was, yeah. He's yeah. Passed, yeah. Yeah, we thought we were doing all right. And then uh, we were living in Michigan. We kept hearing people talk about this Dave Ramsey. We're like, who's Dave Ramsey? And uh, it pivoted something in our heads. And then we moved. And next to our neighbors to our left, they uh, were always going away. It seemed like they had like a summer house and just the peace about them. Made us stop and think, wow, we'd, we'd like to do that. And then we had some other neighbors both of them all very nice but uh just working hard always seemed tired working on the boat always promised with the boat we said we have to make a change we were looking at our kids and we had another friend a little bit older and uh he was doing a lot of good stuff in his life and we said all right we're mentoring people we've got Aisha and Joshua and we're seeing how listening to you and the tools that you give what it's doing to their lives, we said we need to do something different. And we hit it hard. Okay. Every little bit of money, money from the consulting work Anthony was doing in our job, we put it towards the mortgage. Yeah. So you're making like 70, you sit down, you look, you got $180,000. We crank the shovel up, we can get out of this hole quick. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I, Makes it believable. Makes you want to go do it. It really does. You know, Gives based, you hope. Based on our income, I thought, I said, well, I can do a little bit more consulting. I think I could do it in about seven years. But then I said, you know what? Something happens when we do the Dave Ramsey plan, when people do it. I said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to put four years down as my marker. And we hit it exactly four years. Yes. I said, oh, I probably should have put three years down. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
And that's interesting. I want you to stay on that thought. I know where you were going because we've been here and we've watched a lot of these stories. So you put that out. You said something happens to Dave Ramsey people. Right. Uh, I want you to unpack that a little bit more. What do you see? Because that's coming from your view. You saw, okay, I've seen this. So I, I, I shortened my goal. What do you think happens when people get focused? Well, I think you just start concentrating on what you want to do, right? If, if you need money to pay off a mortgage, then you're going to find money. That's right. I mean, our income went up because I was working in a nonprofit job. I've heard Dave say a lot of times, you don't have to only do good work in nonprofits. So I got a for-profit, I worked with a for-profit company doing very similar work, but I did at, at the nonprofit, yet my salary went up quite a bit. And then when I started consulting more, something interesting happened too. As I started paying things off more, I didn't need the money consulting like I used to. So then people would, people kept calling me saying, hey, can you work? I said, no, I'm busy. Oh, oh, please come work with me. I, I give them some number that I thought was appropriate and they just pay it. I said, well, isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. What happens when you, when, you, when you change your perspective, when you're not desperate anymore, people respond to that and yeah. the income goes up. There's something about boldness, right? Yes. When you're bold and you put yourself out there, uh, then providence moves. It's a wonderful quote by a German philosopher. Goethe used to say that. When we step out and we're bold, providence moves in ways that we never could have seen possible. Right. And that's right. your story. Right. It's really amazing. Yes. Wow. That's fun. Way to go, you guys. Well, we, we also wanted to say that, so Aisha, she's going to be a senior at, in college, and Joshua, Joshua is a, a, sophomore. a sophomore in college, and both of them are going through college debt free. Wow! Yes, they, they they've are. got scholarships. They're working. You know, yes, they're hitting it hard. They're, they're doing. It. They're doing a fantastic job. So we wanted to be sure that we absolutely. Uh, we so what, what are they studying, and where are they in school? Well, Aisha is going to graduate from Rutgers. She's going to nice. be a speech pathologist. A speech pathologist. Yeah. Way to go, Scarlet Knights. That's yeah. right. That's okay. right. And, All right. And, and, and Joshua's in. Uh, in community college, he's he's a business major. Great, yes. great, two good Fantastic. roles, two, two good, good decisions. Roles. Yes, well done, good careers. Oh man, you guys are so smart. <laughs> yes. You have completely changed your family tree. Yes, You're amazing. Are. You're amazing, heroes. Look at you. I love it. Way to go, you guys. There, that is amazing. So well done. So very well done. All right, we got a copy of uh, the Baby Steps Millionaire's book for you because that's the next chapter in your story. That's As right. we said, you're about 20 minutes away from that. Yeah, so right. maybe by the time you get home, it'll already be across the line. But <laughs> right, right there. And uh, also a copy of Total Money Makeover for you to give away. And uh, the Financial Peace University uh, membership for a year, the brand new videos in that that just came out. Best Financial Peace University we've ever had. If you've already been through it and you want to give that away, give that away with that Total Money Makeover book you can it's all yours just to say thank you for making the trip to nashville and to say we're proud of you we are very proud of you thank you're you so incredible, much thank you incredible thank people you. very very well done anthony and larisha aisha and joshua from uh, the philly area making a hundred paid off one hundred eighty thousand house and everything they're weirdos they did it in 48 months making 70 to 200 count it down let's hear a debt-free scream three two one we're We're debt-free i love it man so powerful ken the thing that i didn't understand when i first started teaching this stuff the borrower is slave to the lender when you're out from under slavery more things come loose than just the math yes yeah and that's what happened with his consulting work um i generally find that people make different 
better, wiser, more lucrative career decisions when they don't have a knife hanging over the top of their head anymore. Yeah, it's true. Because they don't have this sense of desperation. They walk different than a slave does. You talk different than a slave does. It changed me. I made different business decisions with cash than with debt. I make better business decisions when I don't feel threatened by the Mm -hmm. marketplace. I'm not threatened by inflation. I'm not threatened by uh, real estate prices. I'm not threatened by the cost to fill up my Raptor, even though it does make me want to pass out, (laughs) but I'm not threatened by it because I don't have any debt. Yeah. And it puts me in a completely different position, and that's what happens. Your income generally will go up more rapidly and more. And and both. Not only will it go up more, but it will go up more rapidly than if you were not working a plan. Because you're an independent thinker, you walk with a swagger. It's a different world. It's a big deal. Well done. I'm so proud of those guys. What great family. Change their family tree. Debt-free college and everything. Whoop, whoop. This is The Ramsey Show. Time for us to talk about the real estate market. Everybody's asking a million questions. Should I wait to buy a house? Is it a good time to sell? Is the housing market going to crash? What's going to happen with interest rates? On July 14th, we're hosting a free special live stream event called Real Estate Reality Check. George Camel, Rachel Cruz, and I are going to answer all your questions, unpack actual data, not your brother-in-law's emotions, not somebody that watches too much Fox News or CNN, where they're in freak-out mode. They're at, we're actually going to look at actual data and history and put this whole market in perspective. And um, we'll go ahead and spoiler alert, tell you the market's not going to crash. And we're going to show you exactly why and what you're facing. This organization at Ramsey is always about telling you the truth as we can perceive it, as we know from 30 years of experience in these markets, and the truth usually revolves around hope. We're not in the business of selling fear porn. We're going to just tell you the truth, and it's not necessarily even exciting. Actually, what we teach people to do, live on less than you make, live on a budget. These are not exciting things. The results, however, are exciting. You deserve to make decisions based on facts and not fear. If you're wondering whether you ought to buy or sell a house, whether well, the housing market's going to crash, what makes it crash, how this stuff works, this live stream is a, just for you. We're going to spend about an hour unpacking all of that. It's completely free. Real estate reality check. You need to sign up for it in advance. It will be July the 14th, just a few weeks away. Go to RamseySolutions.com slash reality check. RamseySolutions.com slash reality check. Our question of the day comes from blinds.com. Find out for yourself why blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window coverings with free samples, free shipping, and new promos they run all the time. You'll save even more. Use the promo code Ramsey to get the best possible deal. Today's question comes from Nathan in Indiana. I'm 22 years old and currently work 32 hours a week at $19 an hour building crates for artwork. It's a far better job than I've had before. My employer is great, but I'm concerned because 
because it offers little advancement. Good. I can't decide whether I should continue with uh, uh, this current job or take a risk and get a different job in a trade like electronics or construction where I'm guaranteed pay increases with each year of experience. Trade jobs are high in demand where I live, so apprenticeships are easy to get. My goal is to be financially independent as soon as possible. Should I stay where I am or pursue another career? It's going to be both and. You're going to stay where you are until you figured out the trade you want to be in if, in fact, that's where you want to go and you lock in that apprenticeship. So what we really want you to do is stay where you are until you find a new ladder to climb. Love that you want financial independence. I love that you've seen that, hey, I'm limited here. I have a lid on where I am, and that's okay. Don't accept the lid, but we don't just jump. There's nothing romantic or exciting about that at all. It can be financially devastating. So stay where you are until you find that new opportunity to step into. And Dave, I'm very excited about this question because, you know, America, our American economy really was built on apprenticeships. And this idea of the paid apprenticeships in the trades is certainly still very much alive. It's a great way to get paid to learn. And uh, I love this option, Nathan. Uh, really good question. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm reading into your words Nathan, as Ken was, into how you used your words, even the sentence structure and the way you're asking the question. I'm a little bit afraid, and I'm going to warn you against, you take a $23 an hour job and you leave a $19 an hour job because it's in a trade and it represents good advancement, but it ends up being something you hate. And you did it for $4 an hour and for advancement in something you hate. If you advance in something you hate, it means you hate it more. Don't do that. Okay, so Ken is right. Slow down a little bit, and let's. The trades are valid. It's a great place to make a lot of money. There's a lot of welders and diesel mechanics making 100k, making a lot more than somebody who got a degree in left-handed sociology puppetry from uh, medieval art or whatever. Right? I mean, you get these ridiculous degrees now, and you pay two hundred thousand dollars for them, and they're useless. It makes you a barista, and so. Um, that that you you don't want to end up there. So I, I I applaud you on your direction. You're being willingness to do hard work, build crates, to do trades with your hands. And uh, now, but what you really have got to get into is not the near term or even the next five years, mm-hmm. but think out forty years. Okay, are you do you still see yourself as an electrician when you're fifty three or sixty three? And then if that's the case and you think that's a great, and by the way, being an electrician is a great trade, but if you don't see yourself doing that, if you're only doing it for $4 and because you can make more as an apprentice and that feels better than being in a quote dead end thing, unquote, um, that's the wrong move. Yeah. And, and that's what I like about the apprenticeship. I'm getting paid to try it, but before we even get to the apprenticeship, how do you do this? Well, you've got to spend time with some guys that have been doing it for 25, 30 years. Yeah. And, and they're going to tell you. The ins, the outs, the ups, the downs. Do you want to take that trade and then eventually become an entrepreneur where you start your own business in that trade? So it's absolutely the right advice, Dave. You've got to look at the long view, and it's got to be about heart. It can't just be about head. What I mean by that is it can't just be money-related. I've got to really find meaning in the work and have an opportunity to make a lot of money. Samantha's in Houston. Hi, Samantha. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, Dave. Thank you so much for taking my call. Sure. What's up? So my husband and I have about $150,000 worth of debt, 90000 of which is car loans. Good. Um, 
yes, it's insane. Um, we have talked about um, selling our vehicles. I went to uh, some places and got an appraisal. Um, both of us are quite upside down on the vehicles. You must so have rolled I some negative equity from the other deal into it. Yes. Well, I guess so. I mean, uh, when I traded my car in, I thought that I was right on par, but I was not. And my husband knew he was negative. Um, so we, I went to my credit union. I asked them to roll the negative into a personal loan. They denied me two different times. Um, I am just at a loss what to do right now. Our car notes are extremely high. Um, okay, so tell me about car number one. What is it? Okay, so car number one, my husband's truck, uh, the loan on that is 53000 and um, it's a Ford F-150. The car payment is $1,034. Good God. All right, and yeah. um, what the uh, uh, what did they tell you that that was worth? Um, they're telling us that it's about 20000 negative, so 33000 is the value of this How truck. many miles on it? How old is this truck? Yes. Uh, the How many miles? I believe it's about 40,000 miles. How old is what year is the truck? Twenty nineteen. Uh go to dot com. Yeah, that's garbage. That's, that's a bull deal, crap. That's a dealer offer. Did you get more than one place to look at this? Uh yes. I he went to um a Ford dealership and he's also talked to CarMax. Um I talked to CarMax today actually and got an appraisal on mine. I'll tell you about tell you about that next. Okay. Um that sounds very low in this market okay. for sure. Used cars are still selling very high. I would check kellybluebook.com and start looking at a private sale. I'm shocked to hear that a 2019 is 20 grand upside down. Now, he rolled some negative into it to start with. You said that, but that's a lot. Okay. And then, and your yeah. car then is what? It's a 2020 Ford Explorer. Um, the car, that, the, the loan that I, that I owe is $36,000. Uh, payment is five seventy three a month. And uh, today I got it appraised at CarMax for twenty seven five. Okay, well that means you can get uh, thirty two for it private sale probably. So that one's okay. within, that one's within striking range. What's your um, meaning? You could go get that other four thousand out of your income in the next few months. Uh, what's your income? Our income is one hundred forty thousand. That's good news. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yes. I'm sorry. Yours is probably going first because it's easier to get rid of. Right because it's closer i'm also going to check the numbers because i want to make sure he didn't just not want to sell his truck oh i i don't think that's what it is but (laughs) but yes please check it's just it's like those numbers just don't feel i mean i haven't pulled it up and looked at it but that feels awfully wrong but yeah you're right a thousand dollar and a six hundred dollar car payment those are two good things to get rid of and get you get you a hoop couple of hoopties because y'all been doing stupid car disease for a long time bless your heart i'm sorry you are stuck in a mess. You have identified the problem, kiddo. And now the trick is to get out of it. You doing any good over there? Yeah, I, let me tell you right now, private markets is where they need to be looking. They're getting a dealer offer. Oh, well, yeah, it's trade-in value. Yeah. But the, the truck, did it? Did you find anything on it? Yeah, I found some stuff. You're looking at forty-five dollars to $55,000 for that. I didn't think thirty three was right. Okay. This is the Ramsey Show. Hey folks, Ken Coleman here. Did you know The Ramsey Show is one of the most popular podcasts in the world? Get your daily dose of advice on life and money. Check out all of our shows from The Ramsey Network wherever you listen to podcasts.